Welcome back to the Liberty Block. I'm Elliot Alu Axelman. I'm here with Footloose. Thank you so much for being with us. He's going to tell us about an awesome event that I'm looking forward to on Saturday. Go for it. What's going on Saturday and why is this event happening and what's it all about? So Worldwide Demonstration New England is just a uh, generic banner that we created in order to bring all these different groups together who are trying to fight for the same things. We have the, you know, all these different groups fractured, I'm not going to name any of them, but we're, we're all fractured and we have our own specialties and it's all good, but we all have to be able to work together. So the idea behind this is the five freedoms, freedom of speech, freedom of movement, freedom of assembly, freedom of health and freedom of choice. And this all originated in Germany and they've been doing every other month these worldwide demonstrations. And this is the main event. We've been doing a lot of other events with our Facebook page, but this is the main worldwide event where everybody across the world who's joining in on this is going to demonstrate for those five freedoms. It'll be at the same time. So simultaneously on Saturday, other countries are doing this too. Yes, of course, time zone differences and stuff like that. But yeah, all on the same day. Um, people are going to be doing different times. Some of them are marches. Ours is a little bit of a hybrid thing. We're going to be at the park. We're going to walk down to the top of uh, Main Street in Nashua and do a sign wave there. So we're going to be at Greeley Park in Nashua from 10 to 6. If you want to cook, cook out and grill, you got to get there early to grab some grilling space because there are going to be other people from the public, um, you know, attending or being there just not for that event. But there's going to be people from all over New England uh, coming. I'm going to a, a, a huge rally. People probably uh, heard about it in, um, in Mass tomorrow in Boston, the Family Freedom Endeavor. So one of their speakers, Mary Toko, she's a vaccine researcher. She's going to be coming to our event in Nashville and speaking there as well. And you're going to speak, I hope, as well. So what time is the sign wave planned for? The sine wave, uh, we're thinking from noon to two, we go down and, you know, people don't have to stay for that whole time. The park isn't that far, so people can walk up and down to the park. You could drive down there, and this, there's a war memorial at the top of uh, Main Street yep. in Nashua, which is great visibility. Well, I'm sure we'll get lots of support, and I mean, Nashua is like, they're on the edge. There's a lot of... Um, you know, I'm not trying to I'm trying to be apolitical and nonpartisan, but there's a lot of crazy, um, you know, authoritarian people down there that think they can tell people what to do. Yeah. Does Nashville currently have a mask mandate or something? Um, I don't think they do, but they did there. They did order to mask the children. So I've, I'm from Nashville. I was born and raised in Nashua. And I've been to a number of uh, school board meetings down in Nashville. I was actually attacked by Antifa at the end of one of them. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, when I was there a few weeks ago, I was doing a radio show. I saw kids in the school by the playground in recess with masks on. It was like 100 degrees. And the kids had masks and the teachers didn't. And they're saying because the kids can't get vaccinated, they need masks, but teachers are okay. I'm thinking it's, it's child abuse for no reason because kids are essentially almost 100% immune to COVID and it's a negligible risk for kids. So that they shouldn't be putting masks on them. It's so sad. Right. And I mean, 
it defies logic because I thought the vaccine was to stop the spread and the teachers can get it. And if the teachers got it, then why do the kids have to wear masks? Like, never mind that masks aren't effective. The smoke particle, the CDC and the FDA have already said during the wildfire things, they said that a, the masks, the COVID masks will not stop a smoke particle. So, okay, let's take that and let's say how big is a smoke particle compared to a virus particle? And it's 10 times larger than yeah. a virus particle. And there have been so studies. Can't even stop it. The N95 mask even can't stop the flu. And the flu is a bigger particle than COVID. COVID smaller, so it can definitely get through N95. I think in all the studies, the NI5s are not even at all effective. Like it doesn't help at all against the flu, meaning they really don't help at all, like even less against COVID. But, so you've been protesting against corona fascism, I think since almost the start, you and Skyler and some others. And a few months ago, you were at Dictator Snoodoo's house because he shut down the state house, shut down the legislature and said, I am king, I am dictator indefinitely for 18 months. And you know we thought it would never end. So his house became his office essentially. And there were some protests that I saw a video of from what I saw. They were very peaceful, very calm, and very obvious protests kind of across the street from his house with sometimes a megaphone, but mostly just very peaceful and calm people. Um, But then uh, Dictator Sununu started some rumors about what happened. And I assume you understand probably better than I do about how the game of telephone works. Someone said the word gun, someone said the word trespass on property, and it all blew up from there. Sure. So a a key part of this is yeah, we had a bunch of uh, protests outside his house. They were all peaceful, like you said, no issues. We never stepped on his property or anything like that. And he eventually, I can't say he, but his administration, through Freedom of Information Act or 91A requests, uh, insider sources or whatever, the New Hampshire Journal, they got documentation to prove that his administration instigated a town ordinance to target our protests and they made it illegal to picket in a residential neighborhood. And his brother's on the um, select board. His brother's on the select board and you can go right to their town hall minutes and you can see his brother, his own brother saying, because they, they fast tracked it and it's supposed to be two weeks of notice and then another two weeks to vote on it. And they did one week, and they were doing another week and they wanted to shorten that other week. And he said, no, we've already shortened it to one week in one week. You know, we can't, we can't shorten it any further than this. Um, and anyway, they passed it, but there's no elements. There's absolutely no elements to the town ordinance saying like, if you do, if you have a sign and you make noise, it's that is picketing and, and that is illegal or something. There's no way, they just say there's no picketing in a residential neighborhood, $100 fine. So it's like, well, how do we know? So my response to that was to do a candlelight vigil in front of his house for the hidden victims of the lockdown, the suicides and mm-hmm. business closures and all that, right? Overdoses and everything. So. We said, I said, no signs, no noise. We're just going to do a candlelight vigil outside his house. Let's do it. And so we showed up and there's all these state troopers out there. You can see all the uncut footage on Absolute Defiance YouTube. And uh, they came right up to the car and said, you're going to get ticketed. Before we even got out, you're going to get a ticket for picketing. 
I said, we didn't even do anything. What do you mean? He said, you can't be here. I said, well, we're already here. We, I want to talk to the people that are here. We won't, we won't follow through with the event, right? We won't follow through with the event. We're just, we'll just talk. And since we're already here and whatever. So they said, okay. So we said, all right, what are we going to do? And they, eventually the cops said, all you can do is march up and down the street. You can't stop. You can't do anything. So we weren't there to march, but they made us walk down the street. So we walked down his street and we come back. And then I got, I told the officer, I said, we're going to walk up the path. There's a, a public way that goes to the side of his house, up to the country store. And we're, I said, we're going to go up to the country store and then we're going to come back and we're going to leave. And that's it. And they basically stopped us and said, you stopped too many times or you were slow. You can all see the video. And then they, they said, you're all getting tickets. And they ticketed all nine people that were there. One of the people was not even with us. It was a journalist, Chris Maidaman. He was there yep. taking pictures and they ticketed him. Yep. Right. So they, uh, so then <clears throat> We're waiting for them to write all our tickets. And Skyler was asking one of the state troopers to identify himself. You see that in the videos, too. He's like, who are you? Identify he's got his mask on. He doesn't have a, you know, he's got no identification marks or anything like that. And that's their policy is to identify themselves. So he's trying to get this guy to identify himself. And he calls in for backup. Next thing you know, the goon squad shows up. And there's like. 15, 20 state troopers with riot gear mm -hmm. coming for a candlelight vigil. And they come up the path like stormtroopers. And then this, this officer that Skyler tried to identify, he said, he just like kind of gave a silent thing and point. I saw him point over to Skyler and they went over to Skyler and they grabbed him and they, they cuffed him up and arrested him. And that's when they, they had found a, a firearm on his person, a legal firearm. And then he always he, carries, doesn't he open carry? He always carries. He always carries. Why shouldn't you? Yeah. I but mean, doesn't he carry very openly? Yeah. I mean, it's always on him. Yeah. It, it, you can either see it or you can't. I mean, it's, it's wintertime. It was in the wintertime. He had a jacket over. Like, yeah. So where did the rumors start? Where, who started the rumors about him being on Sununu's property? Because what I heard was, there was a guy with a gun with two dozen rounds of ammo on Sununu's property in his backyard, climbing up his porch, trying to kill him. And that's how the game of telephone spreads rumors. Right. So Sununu is the one who started that. He tweeted out that armed protesters with an S were found in his backyard. But we weren't in his backyard. We were never on his property. And we weren't, I mean, armed. What's wrong with being armed? We're, we're not supposed to be armed. We're supposed to disarm like Australia. Look what's happening in Australia. Well, it says in the U.S. Constitution that the right to keep and bear arms is limited to less than two dozen rounds. Go reread right, the Constitution because yeah. you clearly have forgotten it. Yeah, I know. I, oh, sorry. I forgot. So, yeah, what I heard, like, and I, I know how it went because I, I was watching the videos and I saw what was going on. And then what, then what I heard from Sununu, pretty much like the story they were painting was, some guy was sneaking up the backyard, up the porch, trying to get in the house with a gun to kill him. And I'm like, wait, I know Skyler. He's like six foot four, 240 pounds with a beard as big as you. If someone's going to go sneak up into a house, climbing up a back porch, that's the last guy they would send. 
he's right. not sneaking. He's a, he's like you. He's very much out in the open. Like him or hate him, but he's not a sneaker who's, you know, a tiny, super duper tiny ninja. He's just not. We're not up to no good. We're on Front Street publicizing what we do. You know, we're not trying to do sneaky shit. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> Skyler, uh, he didn't do anything wrong. You know what I mean? That was the first event that he came to of ours. And if it wasn't for him, none of this would have happened. And it is a big kerfuffle. And Sununu's lying. He's 100% lying. He used this to cancel his inauguration. Mm -hmm. That was his thing because he knew there were all kinds of other groups that were going to show up with pots and pans outside his inauguration. And that's why he canceled. He was like, oh, this is going to, I know what to do. He's an opportunist. All politicians are opportunists. Yeah, he's an opportunist. He's going to kill two birds with one stone. He's going to say, oh, these guys, we're going to color them and make them look bad. And then, you know, um, use it to cancel my inauguration. So Dictator Sununu is probably not going to come to your event Saturday because I know a lot of good, you know, legislators will be there. Doubtful. Highly doubtful. So there will be a lot of people there. I think it's going to be a great event, great networking experience. After that event, we are going to the Fisher Cats game, 6.30. So Therese, Nurse Therese, she's like a rock star. Um, Her and David LaRoe, her husband, and somebody else, I can't remember, they're going to go and confront Sununu at the Fisher Cats game because they won tickets to do a little meet and greet. So she just posted about that on her Facebook. Oh, David LaRue's wife? No, no. Therese Grinnell. She's the uh, Concord. Uh, she's she's a nurse. She's been you said her husband talking. was David Larue. David Larue is going to be going to confront Sununu. He we have four tickets to okay. the Fisher and so four people can go. So Therese, her husband, David, and I can't remember the fourth person. Wow. I'm going to be outside with the crowd from the event. Whoever wants to go after the event, it's going to be a long day, but this is what it's about. So we're going to go to the Fisher Cats game and we're going to be outside with our signs and our flags. Where is Sununu? So he's probably going to cancel that. My prediction is he's going to cancel. His ulcer is going to act up or they might even just cancel the whole game and say, there's some COVID thing. We got to cancel the game. That's my prediction. But he's in Teresa's comments on multiple posts of hers. Basically, like grasping for straws and he's like begging for people to believe him that he's doing something and he's gonna he's gonna be working with other governors from other states and we're gonna file something like he said get this likely in federal court well where the hell else are you gonna file it dummy yeah i think some a lot of governors like 20 or 25 pretty much every republican came out and said they're gonna sue and disobey the biden mandate but by, but Sununu, I think, only came out after the speaker and the House Majority Leader came out and said something. But I think what he said was what Biden did was not appropriate. Right. He's just he's trying to make he's always he's the baby face cookie guy. You know what I mean? He's the nice guy. I'm I'm the exact opposite of him. You know, I'm I'm thin and trim and aggressive and I don't care who I piss off. I'm going to speak the truth no matter what. And I'm going to act accordingly, right? What does he do? He waffles. He's nothing but fluff, fluff, and bluster. 
politics. He's got to, you know, be non-controversial and please both sides. Meaning, well, uh, he's, no one. he's he's screwed the pooch on that one, I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this back to his house. So the tickets, we all have representation. We all have legal representation now on those tickets. Those the the trials were going to be in the end of October and November. They're probably going to get pushed back now that we have representation. But you better believe we're going to smash those things out of the park. We're going to win those, just like when when um, um, Rochelle Kelly won her trial, right? Same thing. It takes time to win a trial. People don't understand how the law works. I, I won a federal lawsuit. I sued the state prison and won in federal court. So I understand. Sununu hasn't done nothing like that. He don't know what the Constitution is. He don't know none of that stuff. Very interesting. All right. Um, is there a website or a big Facebook page where people can get more info? Worldwide Demonstration New England on Facebook. We're on Telegram, too. You know, I'm all over the place. I have other pages and, you know, all these other chats and things. So I'm like constantly trying to catch up. And I also people think this is something else I'd like to touch on. People really don't know much about me. I, I, I'm all public. All my profiles are public. My business is public. But at, a, at one of these events, someone said, oh, what do you do for a living? They heard me talking about, oh, I'm a small business owner. And I thought you did this, protesting. They thought I protest for a living. I mean, my life is a protest, but I don't get paid for it, right? So I run a transitional living program here in Manchester, and I help people coming out of prison and coming out from under the bridge and uh, recovering from drugs and alcohol and stuff like that. So that's what I do. And my business has been attacked by DHHS. I just represented myself at a hearing at DHHS. They tried to say I needed to be licensed to try to shut me down. How about the, the appeals unit that I appealed to shut the state down? Because I know the law and I know what I'm talking about and I know what I'm doing. Yeah, People oh, might not get started on licenses. Yeah, I might be abrasive and aggressive, but I'm right. I'm right. And when I'm wrong, I'll admit when I'm wrong. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you so much. Do you have a website as well? Um, Humble House is my business on Facebook. Absolute Defiance is my YouTube. If you want to see any of those videos, we got the raw uncut videos from lots of different events and all the stuff at Sununu's house. Um, Absolute Defiance. And I got Absolutely Defiant on Instagram, Twitter, and, um, and Facebook because we have two pages. I had to delete one of them, but it, they didn't even let me delete the page. I deleted the page and it still exists. They won't let it go. It's weird. Yeah, no, that's all right. Yeah. So I'm going to go back to the event and I'll share the event one more time, I think. And uh, I think it's going to be pretty big. A lot of people are coming and I'm actually pretty pumped for it. So it should be phenomenal opportunity for networking and, and pro-freedom activism. Thank you so much for being with us today. I got to run now and get back to work, but thank you. And I'll I'll see you soon on Saturday. Have a good night. Thank you for the opportunity. I'll see you uh, Saturday. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Peace.